Hey guys, welcome back. Another episode of Screen Beans. This is episode 51. We're your hosts, Carolyn Chillick. And Jerry Wilson. And today we get to talk about the majestic piece of <laughs> shit called Transformers. <laughs> majestic. <sighs> so, you got any news today? I have zero news. Oh, okay. Well, man. Let's just... Uh, zero news. I'm, I'm excited to get... To get on with this uh, little uh, review. Oh, okay. Then let's do it. <laughs> Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. So, this weekend was opening weekend of Transformers colon the last <laughs> night. Colon. <laughs> yes, number five. Number five. So, we had... Three with Shia LaBeouf, and now we had Mark Wahlberg's second. Yes, this was his second, and from what I see, this will be his last, which it should be. Even though the ending of this, they clearly, they left it open for a sixth. Yeah, definitely. I'm like, oh, Jesus. So I I don't know how, if they do... If they do come out with the sixth, I don't know who, like, the main lead character will be. Because, you know... I mean, who's going to want to do said it? he wasn't... That he was that he was out. And so, well, I mean, well, I guess we'll see if they even, if, if they even do do a sixth one. Yeah. And in my opinion, they just need to burn this fucking house to the ground <laughs> and start completely over. Reboot the whole thing. Get rid of Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the people who write these fucking movies. Oh, there's writers? I, I assume they had him in the credits. There's There was like three people who did the screenplay for this. I would think that it would just... And the yet there was no story. Says, the screenplay just says, people talking, big explosion. People talking, car race, or, you know, car chase, explosion, fight. People talking. The end. <laughs> I mean, and as far as the people talking part, they could have just used the Charlie Brown adults. The wah, 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 is all they could have done to get to the next explosion, fight scene, battle scene, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, our little uh, take on this is this movie was trash. And yeah. I did not enjoy it one bit. It felt every bit... The close to three hours, two and a half hours. Two and a half at least. It it was so long. It was it almost was like as long as like watching this whole past season of Gotham. <laughs> yeah. Is what it is what it felt like. Well and plus it's like I audibly scoffed multiple times at stuff that is either A ridiculous, B cliche, or three over the top nonsense. Now, granted, both of us go into a lot of these movies because a lot, I mean, they are movies where you kind of have to check or suspend reality at the door when you walk in. I mean, you just kind of have to do that. But with a lot of these movies that we go to, most of them at least try to have a story Mm -hmm. or they have a pretty good story with a lot of, you know, unbelievable things going on, which you're like, I know that that can never happen. But the story's good, uh, it's visually entertaining, and everything like this. This was so unbelievable. The writing was horrible, the story was bad. And it didn't make sense. It, 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 it didn't even make sense. Even if it's no unbelievable, sense. but they can make sense of it even in their little world. Okay. Oh, okay. You explained something to it. Okay. I, okay, I'll let it go. But this one, it's like they didn't even explain stuff, and then all of a sudden people are popping up. You're like, how? wait a minute, how'd they get there? They never... What? And then the way the movie starts off with, you know, the Knights of the Round Table and Sir Lancelot and all of them. It it starts off this way as though you're watching, you know, the Sir Lancelot movie thing, whatever. Yeah, King Arthur. Yeah, and it's from the be- very beginning of this movie, it w- was horrible. I know. <laughs> because of it starting off that way... And then you get to see the three-headed dragon that 
Merlin gets, and now he gets this staff, supposedly by the the twelve guardians of this staff, who yeah, left like the knights, They're, Cybertron. Yeah, these these knights stole it from this girl robot thing that created mm-hmm. Cybertron or created the Transformers. She is the heart. Of Cybertron, like, or... almost like their god, their creator. Yeah, their creator. Ish. I would say yes. That's what she at least calls herself. And I mean, okay, I've never saw the fourth one. I would never have seen the fifth one if it wasn't for the podcast. And we will not see a sixth one. No. And it's so I know Optimus Prime is looking for Cybertron. He finds it, and oh, because he's in, he's in space, and I, and I. I saw number four. I can't remember how he ended up in space, but he did. And I don't think he went into space in number four willingly. I think something happened and he was just there in space. But it didn't look like he was actually traveling to Cybertron, but somehow he made it to Cybertron. Yeah, he was just floating, frozen in space. And where is Cybertron? I guess it's it's somewhere close. Well, apparently, it's right on top of us. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) So, he, you know, he gets brainwashed by her. But she's wanting Cybertron to use Earth's power as to get Cybertron because of Unicron. Which is Earth. And I guess there's this book or whatever that talks about how there's going to be this battle of planets, Cybertron and Unicron. And Earth actually has six horns to defend itself from Cybertron, trying to rebuild itself. Mm -hmm. Which is a ridiculous fucking story. So now that goes back to like Patagonia times. Mm -hmm. Like when the continent was just one big piece of earth. Mm -hmm. Just one big landmass. Right. And Stonehenge was exactly in the center of that. So now we know what Stonehenge is for. Yes. I guess. it was built by Transformers? Yeah, all their other stuff is metal and futuristic looking and all that. But they made Stonehenge out of big rocks? I don't know. It's like the, 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 the point to where they have to I don't put the staff or the key or whatever it was to try to power up power up Cybertron. Yeah, because it, there was okay. I mean, there's so much stuff in here that it's like you can't even I mean we just I mean I think we just start you know where do you start? You know, it starts off with the knights and the big dragon. So all 12 of those knights apparently make the dragon. Yes. And the dragon, when I saw the three-headed dragon in the trailers and in the movie, I, you know, okay. They don't show anybody ever actually transforming into it. Not once. They just show it. Yeah, they show it and they tell you later on in the movie that the 12 of them turn into this three-headed dragon. Well, you know, I, when I was growing up, Transformers was huge. It was like the thing to watch. The animated series and all that stuff was really cool. So when the first Transformer movie was coming out, I was so giddy. It's like the you know, it's like you know how people were this year with Power Rangers, and you mm-hmm. know actually seeing yes, there had been Power Rangers movies before, but this was actually they're actually going to try to make this one good yeah. instead of taking the the actors and actresses that were in. The C- this TV series. Yeah, like and TV movies. Just expanding an, another episode to put it on big screen. Yeah. And so when the first Transformers movie came out, it it, it was it was okay. I I liked it because you got to see, you know, the Transformers. They looked really cool on screen and, and all that. But every single episode since then hasn't really done anything to advance the, the storyline. Or whatever, because well, it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same time. story. It's the same story all the time. It's like the world's coming to an end, and 
the, the Autobots are going to help save the planet, but then Megatron ends up not completely dying, but getting hurt. And then he ends up coming back, gets hurt again, and this yo-yo trick with and Optimus Prime. And apparently the humans yeah. hate them. Even though the Autobots keep saving Earth, the humans keep treating them like trash, and they have to hide, and nobody knows what they're doing, and nobody knows that there's good ones and bad ones. They're just all bad because they're all big and they have guns. Mm-hmm. So let's just attack first. And it seems like every movie starts out with them having to be hidden. And, you know, it's just people, the humans are just, I'm gotta, I have to kill all of them that I can. And it's like, I think what, what I mean, this whole Transformers arc or what, what I'm trying to say is, has a problem with it. Because each movie is world ending. Mm-hmm. It's... And when you do all of your movies that way, you, you kind of it, it loses a lot of the ability. And all of them to, are to try si- to trying to make it. Cybertron on Earth. Like, yeah, I mean, they've gone from Megatron wanting to, you know, take over Earth and become, you know, having Earth become Cybertron to literally Cybertron mm-hmm. is becoming... going to suck the Earth so that it yes, yeah, and so it's like the same thing. And, yeah, like you said, every single one of them are earth-shattering events. But yet, afterwards, people are like, eh, let's just move on. Okay, there's Autobots. Well, I don't want to know. Not seen, not heard. I don't know about Mm it. So I I think that they they need to completely scrap scrap this whole thing. Plus, they keep going back in time and saying they've been. So the first one, they, In number two, The Fallen. Well, like in number one, they like Optimus Prime mm-hmm. comes at that point. Yes, at Bumblebee. That point. You never saw. I mean, you saw asteroids coming in, and you just assume that's when they came because mm-hmm. now they're, you know, you know, turning into cars or whatever they see. But there was that globe that made Transformers, mm-hmm. and then the third one, the Fallen. Or the second, or whatever. Back in like the Egyptian, they were times. Egyptian because mm-hmm. they were all in the desert, and they now, were and they were protecting some world-ending weapon or some thing there. Something. And now they they do the same kind of trick with the last night. They just don't go as far back as Egyptian time. They kind of you know. But these are like the twelve original knights of Cybertron. Like, so. So, did these 12 original knights know that the fallen Transformers also came here to do shit and build like, pyramids? Like, are we the only other planet that you this? can go to? Well, obviously, in this one, they tell us, yes, we are, because this is not Earth, it's Unicron. <laughs> okay. So, their whole, their, you know, I thought Fox's X Men timelines were jacked up and all misplaced. Transformers is giving it a run for its money with all of their back and forth, no fucking roadmap for how they want to do these movies. No. None. All Michael Bay wants to do is have Transformers transform, fight, blow shit up, do his slow-mo crap. And do, like, maybe some jokes as Transformer jokes. And the, the jokes. The jokes were so bad and horrible. Oh, yeah. I mean... They're, and cliche and been done and even been done in the same movies. And up to this point, this is one thing that there's a lot of things. Bumblebee can't talk. They try to change his voice box in here. They, again. Again. They they do it and now he sounds like a girl and he's upset, rips it out. But then they never show you them putting his old one back in or doing anything like that. And then later on, as him and Optimus Prime are duking it out because Optimus Prime is brainwashed or computer washed or whatever. Um, Right before Prime, you know, is about to take his head off, Bumblebee now decides to talk in his voice. In his voice. And Prime points it out. I haven't heard you talk since I don't know when. It was back on Cybertron, and, and it and it and it kind of 
brought prom bought prom <laughs> prime out of his little brainwashed thing. So now he's he's back. But then later on in the movie, Bumblebee goes back to not talking but using the audio from movies and shows and all that. Mm-hmm. But then talks at the very and then very talks end. at the very very end again. And I, huh? So can he talk the whole fucking time and just chose not to? He's just a uh, one of those uh, you know those mutes that you know is just decide not to talk anymore. But it's like you you had this theme. Through all five movies of Bumblebee can't talk, and you've brought it up trying to fix it, trying to do something, and then right before he's about to have his head taken off, he talks to Prime. Says, you're you're my oldest friend. But could you not have tried to talk to Prime before when you went after him (laughs) and you started hitting him? You couldn't have said, hey... Prime, it's me, Bumblebee, your your oldest friend. <laughs> I can talk. I just have you know decided not to because I, I I like the you know using all these little cutouts and, and sound bits from movies it's and shows now. and all that. It, it, it's my thing. Sorry. What? So that was fucking ridiculous. Well, and you find out, you know, so you have the knights thing, but then you go back to Nazis and Bumblebee. And Transformers fought in World War Two, because it, well, it was, yeah, it was a flashback, and it's as they're sitting here talking about it, you just you're just like, oh shit, here we go. They're going to use a flashback to go back to show Bumblebee as a Volkswagen car. Yeah, not he wasn't the Beetle, but to show him as a car, and he's not going to be yellow. He's going to be you know kind of greenish, grayish, bluish, whatever. And we're going to have him fighting the Nazis just to have another big, huge bullshit fight scene stuck in the movie. Right. And that's what they did. It's It was... And it's like, so you have all these Transformers fighting for you for these wars. And they even had a tank that was, you know, from World War Two or one or one of those. But yet nobody knows about them. I mean... Yeah. It's like, because in this movie, they give you the impression multiple times that the majority of the people on the planet don't know Transformers exist. Mm -hmm. Even though there's been four movies that have all been world-ending movies where Megatron and the Decepticons or whatever have destroyed huge cities, big spaceships have appeared in the sky... And you're telling me that the majority of the people don't know the Transformers exist. They're, you know, robots in disguise. They're hiding mm-hmm. amongst us. Yeah, and no one knows. And, and no one knows. Well, and speaking of stupid fight scenes, so, you know, they are in Chicago or wherever where there was this big scene where it's restricted. I I guess I just I just assume that it's Chicago. I don't know. They show the stadium, but I don't, you can't really tell anything else. It's just, mm-hmm. but nobody can go there. But somehow people are getting in, you know, without any. And these transformers are, quote unquote, dead. But some of them are alive. And there's one in there that's a knight. That's he. He is. I assume he is one of the knights. How? How the fuck was he in that spaceship and why was he... I assume that he was part of this big, huge battle from number four. I guess. I guess. And it's like I need to go back and... I'm not going to go back and watch it. Sorry. I'm not going to waste my time going Mm -hmm. back and watching it. But yeah, so there's this knight who looks just like the 12 knights. Is he one of the 12 knights or is he 13? Just not quite good enough to, (laughs) to make the cut. But yet he had the little metal circle... The amulet thing to give to Mark Wahlberg, to give to Mark so Wahlberg. he could become the last knight. And that I, stupid key, I mean, that stupid key is some sort of liquid metal because it just because it looks like it's alive as it kind of crawls all over his body from you know place to place. Yeah, like what was the point of that? Just so you can Mark Wahlberg would have to lift his shirt for two seconds. Well, yeah, they, they needed to get their their ab shot. I guess it's probably in his contract. In he has to show his abs uh-huh. at least for a minute. <laughs> Screen so. time. 
And they then, have a separate contract for Mark Wahlberg's abs. <laughs> and his and he, now, I, I I like Mark Wahlberg. I think some of the stuff he does in, in his movies is, is funny. I, I get a giggle out of it. But he was horrible. I feel like Mark horrible Wahlberg in this. has become his acting has become him acting like um, Andy Sa- Sandberg's version of Mark Wahlberg. Like he's okay. He's becoming mm-hmm. a comedic version of him. Like he's acting mm-hmm. like how people make fun of him acting. Yes, come at me, bro. And I, and I think that was. Well, you, I, I'm right not going to stand here for the shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so. I, and I, every I time he talks, every sentence ends as a question. Well, and, and it does. It doesn't help. With the director that directs these movies, Michael Bay, he he, uh, he doesn't he doesn't care about this stuff. He just wants to have visual effects and shit blowing up. Yeah. So I'm sure his directing of the the actors is poor at best. I'm sure it's like okay, you guys do this scene, and he's like on his phone. Yeah, and approving like, hey. designs for for the, robots. Yeah, transformers, and, and they're like, hey, what if I did this? And he's like, yeah, sure. It's all CGI anyway. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Cut. That's a wrap, folks. Beautiful. And so in that, that fight scene where they're at, I'm, I'm going to call it Chicago, that has parts of the city, whatever, restricted area, you know, taped yeah, off, these fenced off. and people can just drive in and out. Yeah, do whatever they, do whatever they want to. So in there you had one of the knights mm-hmm. or a knight who had the last medallion. And in here, you had one of the, what, you know, we, we talked about as kind of a, a switcheroo. Oh, You yeah. had a, a yellow Autobot who died from the trailers. You thought this was Bumblebee. Right, because they show it he looked, right after Optimus Prime and him are fighting. Mm-hmm. And you just see a close-up of his face and, like, the blood, or, you know, the... The gr- green ooze. What do they call? I, they called it something. I don't know. It's robot blood. Yeah. And so and, you, so you, so you naturally thought this was Bumblebee, mm-hmm. and that he's going to die. And the moment that you know you're sitting there watching the movie, and you know that that's not Bumblebee, and you're like, "Oh, well, they fucking duped us on, yeah, on, on the trailer. So they I'm got not even they got a robot. Fight. No, not not one bit. And especially you don't worry when he's going to fight Optimus Prime because after that robot dies, and Bumblebee shows up, and the TRF, the you know the Agency against Transformers. Transformers <laughs> supposedly blow up Bumblebee, and he's in all these pieces. Well, he, I guess he can do that now. He's just in a whole bunch of pieces, and all these pieces kind of come back together. And as they're coming back together, they're hitting people and destroying things, and he just comes all back together as mm-hmm. Bumblebee. It's all magnets. So then later on in the Optimus Prime fight, when he. Bumblebee could have just fucking said something to him in his Bumblebee voice. He comes apart in in the prime fight, but then comes back together after he speaks. Yeah. After, you know, getting his ass handed to him and says, oh, I've had enough of this. I'm going to actually speak now. I, I I see prime has his, his big sword in my face. Yeah. You're my whoa. oldest friend. <laughs> whoa. Bumblebee, I haven't, Bumblebee. I, haven't, I haven't heard you talk since... Since you were knee-high to a grasshopper. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that night in the cantina. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> so, more ridiculous stuff. The TRF, they they know of some weapon. And this weapon is the Merlin staff that the 12 Transformer Why Knights... Why did they give it to him in the first place? Give, they give it to him. Not only do they give it to him, they... Put his some of his DNA into it, so only a relative of his can wield it. But Megatron can wield it, but the Autobots can't because Optimus Prime says, we need you to wield it. You're the only one, but Megatron, well, Megatron has it. Megatron didn't wield well, it. I, he, he just gave, gave it back to He gave to it him. to the Transformer goddess. But he, when he held it, it got bigger. So it did do something. I mean, I don't understand the whole thing with that girl because 
you know, they in the submarine had to go into a submarine because, of course, it's deep down in the ocean where they buried Merlin in a spaceship in the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Being protected by, I assume, the 12 knights? That they say 12 knights. They say 12 knights, and I assume all 12 knights are needed to make the three-headed dragon. But we just saw a knight in Chicago get destroyed. And then when they go down to Moreland's tomb at the bottom of the ocean inside a Cybertron spaceship with the, I guess the 12 knights are down there. The TRF destroy one of the knights. Mm-hmm. And Optimus. So now that's two that are done. And then Optimus shows up and cuts the heads off of two. So th- we've seen four knights get destroyed. So now I assume it's down to eight. But then somehow later on in the movie, there looks like there's a lot more than eight. They form the three-headed dragon who flies around for a little bit. And so so I was confused on that. I was confused with the... The TRF knew about this weapon. Well, the weapon's the staff. They didn't know it. But they knew that Marky Mark had something. The weapon, they thought that he had the weapon or something. So the TRF, and they thought it would be a great idea, instead of going after Marky Mark and his Transformer buddies. Which they already knew where he was. Which they already knew where he was because they tagged Bumblebee. And I'm surprised he didn't know that he was fucking tagged and didn't feel it. Because he's a robot. How can you not? Anyways. It's like somebody shooting you in the back and you're not feeling it. So they make, they make this, they want to make a deal with Megatron. Out in the desert, there's two female lawyers and there's three guys in suits, both sitting at different tables. And the females are the lawyers. The three guys in the suits, are they lawyers? Or they work for some agency that has the prison? Like district attorney kind of type of lawyer. And then the agency maybe that holds, that, you know, is holding these robots. And all it was was they... Wanted to make a deal with Megatron. Megatron wanted to get out some of his crew. And they did their dumbass Suicide Squad montage of all these different Decepticons and their names and what they've done. and Which was horrible. It was horrible. I think it was just a a thing that Michael Bay wanted to put in here. Thinking, oh, this is going to look really fucking cool. We're going to have a montage of all these cool fucking Decepticons. We're going to, like, stamp their names up on the screen. It's going to be really fucking cool. And at the end, I don't know what the TRF got in return. Right. what, What did they get out of the deal other than giving Megatron, you know, these four or five guys that he wanted out to them... So that Megatron and, and, and those guys go get the weapon or whatever from Mark Wahlberg, and then the TRF was going to take it from Megatron. I, I don't know because not only did they give him those, you know, his got his guys back, but he also they also gave him the location of Marky Mark and the mm-hmm. Autobots. Yeah. So what what did they get in return? I I, I don't know. Because they followed them to the Badlands, and, you know, they're like, we got to keep an eye on them. So were they hoping that Megatron, they would just take each other out, and they would just walk in afterwards? And and then get this, you know, weapon? I mean, it's they really thought all that Mark they wanted Mark was Mark, but that's exactly what Megatron wanted, because it's that whatever's on Mark, whatever that medallion and stuff is, that's what they need. And why did they need that medallion? What does that medallion do? I don't know. Because it seems like the only thing that it actually did was make a sword. Because that medallion didn't lead them anywhere. No. It le- led them nowhere. It was just like it was a sign of the apocalypse. Like, just that showing up was a sign of the apocalypse. The end. So, if... Just go with me on this. They needed the Merlin staff, which was the staff of the goddess of Cybertron, or whatever... They needed that to take the power from Earth or Unicron. The thing is, is that for Cybertron, if they would have just left it alone, they wouldn't have been able to find it. That's what I'm thinking. If 
they would have said, you know what? We don't know where it is. Nobody knows where it is. Why did they have to go find the thing that then raised one of those Cybertron ships that kind of became the funnel for sucking the power out Mm -hmm. of Unicron and giving it to Cybertron? If they just would have left it down there, nobody would have known that it was down there because this submarine that's on like display takes them to it. She touches something and it just starts up, takes takes them to it, her and Mark Wahlberg, and then the dumbass butler robot. Yeah, because they didn't know where they were going. It's like the submarine was a transformer or something. And but they it, never transformed or never talked, just kind of just went. Did it. it was just kind of like, I guess, maybe it was a, you know, just an offshoot from that big ship. But it's like, why even have a submarine to the ship? Why did why did they need why did they need the the Merlin spear stick staff whatever why did they need it is it was it a weapon that they could have used against Cybertron because for me it didn't it did not look like a weapon no I know that was, the the, the it twelve like held the power of something like the person who held it could control but she never did a fucking thing with it no. She never used it as a weapon or to control anything. They just went and found it, and then the Decepticons got it. Because it made it seem like when Merlin got the staff, he could control that three-headed dragon. Like, he could Uh control them. But why would the Knights give Merlin something that controlled them? I, I don't know. I don't know. And how did they know that they he was a good guy? I mean, back then... Was anybody really the good guy? Uh, no, <laughs> no. So this whole this whole this whole fucking movie makes zero sense. The story makes zero sense. Uh huh. Other than if you just want to see Transformers transform and turn into cool cars, have chase scenes, and blow shit up. That was that was it. And and the sad the sad thing is. This movie from Rotten Tomatoes says it only made about $45 million. Then there's other reports that say that it made $69 million, which is bad because the budget for this was, oh, it's, it had to be over $250 million budget with their marketing budget of 217 So you're looking at something that's almost half a billion dollars and it only makes $69 million at most domestically. But then the fucking world goes out and carries this thing because they they spent $196 million. So China and Japan and Turkey and Ukraine and all that, these uh, they're the ones carrying this franchise. Mm-hmm. Because domestically, America said, no, this movie is not worth our time. And it, it's not. No. It's complete trash. It is. And everybody else around the world go and watch it. So all these movies, I think, so this is you know, the fifth one. I think up until this point, the first four, the lowest earning one still made $850 million. Yeah, I mean, they all hit, um, and, see, almost all of them hit a billion. And then the other three were over a billion. Yeah. And so this will probably is what's going to happen again this time where domestically, this movie's probably going to make, you know, $200 million. But then, Globally, it's going to put it over a billion dollars or right at a billion dollars. And they're probably going to fucking kill us again and make a sixth one. Right. Because it's all about making money well, and selling toys. Well, and they've toys. already talked about starting a Bumblebee movie separate. Yeah, and they're going to stick it like in the 80s. And it's like, is, is, it, is it also going to be in this continuity? Is it going to be amongst these five... I would think so. Movies that you're going to... So something else is going to happen in the 80s that nobody remembers. Yeah. And it's... So something... So nobody ever knows about Transformers, even though they've been with us since the dawn of time. Yeah. What they just need... They need to just reboot. Completely reboot. And you know what? Completely reboot... From the 1980s. Mm-hmm. And keep it small. The problems small. Like the there's a Netflix series. 
Transformers Robots in Disguise, which the lead robot is Bumblebee, and he has a couple other ones. He has um, Sideswipe, uh, some girl cop, strong arm, and then Grimlock. Mm-hmm. That's it. And they do it for an animated series on Netflix. I feel like they do a really good job of keeping the story small and keeping the robots in disguise so that nobody knows about them. It's like they need to kind of take that approach to it. And then one of the things with that I am kind of not a big fan of anymore is the way the Transformers now look. To me... They're way too complicated in what, yeah, well, they, in don't what, they, like they, in what actually, they look like. Like, they don't actually look like they transform from a car. It's no, just they, a they robot don't. and a car. And it's like, I wish that was, I wish it was that they were simpler shapes and not so many moving parts and pieces because when they do the fight scenes and all that stuff, there's so much going on with just the fight scene. That then you throw on their complicated CGI robot version. It's like there's just a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And I wish that they would dumb it down, kind of make it simpler. More like the animated series where you can tell, you know, it, that's, that's a car. That's what it is. It's just, it, yeah, because Optimus Prime, you can't tell that there's a truck there. Any, I mean, he just looks like a blue and red robot. Mm-hmm. Bumblebee... They just keep him a little bit. I think him and then the cop car. What I can't remember what his name Barricade, is. Barricade. Yeah. Which he was in the first one. Right. And hasn't been seen since. And now he's now he's back. Mm-hmm. I thought Bumblebee killed him or destroyed him in their awkward fight scene in the little salvage yard, junkyard, whatever that thing was that they fought in. Which I have a problem with that scene too because they start off in the middle of the fucking day and then when all of a sudden when they transform it is pitch black (laughs) nighttime it's Uh like whoa what happened that was a long fucking chase scene yeah but that's for you know 10 years ago yeah well i mean i think i mean i mean there's nothing i mean really nothing more to say except for i mean we can go on and on and on and on and on and on and on about how horrible the movie is and go I mean, you could go to every scene in this movie and talk about bat, how bad it is. Yes, I mean, and, there's nothing, not, and nothing making sense. Nothing and making sense. What the hell sense. happened there? I mean, I can't even... I was trying hard to find something that I liked about it. Because even the I did. girl... Oh, you did? I found something I liked about it. The only thing I liked about this... What? Was uh, Marky Mark's uh, 1970-ish uh, blazer that he was driving. Oh. Yeah. That truck was cool, and it wasn't a transformer. It was just his fucking car. It was really cool, but that well, was the only thing. I mean, I don't. I, there was nothing. I I did kind of think the triceratops, little baby triceratops, remind me of my dog. And, and that's another thing. It's like why didn't we see more of the 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 Dinobots? It's like you. You get to this big, huge battle at the end. Like all the battles in this movie, they, they they built up the climax as though this is the last battle. Nope. This is the last battle. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, this, this is the, is last, the last battle. battle. So they, they were all felt like they were the climax, the big, huge battle. And it was so ridiculous that you kind of became numb to it. <laughs> my, my ass became numb sitting in that chair for so yeah. long. But you get to this big, huge battle. For the for the planet here, and you would think you would have all robots on deck. Everybody's in this battle, this war. But you know, Grimlock wasn't there. The Triceratops, the pterodactyl bird, what he wasn't there. It's like I I wanted to see Grimlock get out of his dinosaur form and get into his robot form and all that. But, but he wasn't there in the final battle scene. And you never saw Grimlock in a person i mean in his robot he was always just mm-hmm. triceratops i mean i, I mean uh, tr- uh whatever t-rex and then how do they have baby robots because <laughs> they had like a little baby grimlock a little baby triceratops a little baby bird mm-hmm. like, how, how, what's that and they how? called him a puppy transformer 
It's like, what do, do they grow? Are they just little all the time? It's probably because Hasbro wanted to sell more fucking toys of baby dinosaur. Well, yeah, because you can see a little remote control, little baby transformer. Mm-hmm. That's all that is. That's all. The, that's all. All these transformer. It's about selling fucking toys. They want to sell toys. Yeah. In the well, I mean, truck transformers loads. started out as toys. Well, I mean, yes, I know. I, I I understand, but it's like. Obviously, the domestic market is is screaming for you to stop making this. <laughs> screaming for you to stop making this, or if you want to make it, reboot it and actually have it have a good story. Yeah, it's just like they've just come become too big. I mean, everything is too big in this movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Transformers themselves are huge, huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, like towering over a person, kind of huge. Mm-hmm. And then they transform into a little baby car. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, like, the fight scenes. They're all huge. You don't have any kind of middle middle ground kind of stuff. The battles, the client, you know, it's the battle of the earth. It's the last fight, the biggest fight. And it's like everything in this movie is just so big that it just all starts collapsing in on itself. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have any room for storyline character development and i'm not asking for a lot i'm not asking for you know knowing the deep darkest secret of all these characters but something mm-hmm. you need to make it simpler there was so much shit going on in this movie and it's like they try to throw this stuff at you and the and then like anthony hopkins talking about the family history of the Wick- wiccans and you know the family bloodline of merlin and he was like Saying it like micro machine fast, mm-hmm. and they're doing all of these. You like? I'm then they had this to... stupid fucking butler transformer robot interrupting because they thought it was funny for oh, him yeah, to play with... the organ or start to sing, and it was like you, you're you're Anthony Hopkins is already going over the history of all this stuff super fast, anyways, and now you throw in this annoying fucking annoying transformer butler bot right to. Mess everything else up. It's clouding everything. I know. And it just makes you go, what? Oh, dang it. It's like they did it on purpose because I bet it didn't make sense what they were saying. But they want people to forget about it. They just want to know kind of a, oh, okay, so this is, you know, they're, you know, oh, this is what they're meant to do. Oh, Wicked Wiccans. Oh, what Wiki. Oh, okay. They're all the same. Oh, okay. Uh. Merlin, Bloodline, you're the last one. I got it. That's mm-hmm. it. So, uh, yeah, Anthony Hopkins, and I felt bad for him because his character was stupid. Yeah, because there was a point where, you know, he got he got Marky Mark and he got the Megan Fox lookalike to the sub and said, well, you know, this is kind of where my road ends. I can't go with you. I got something else I need to do. So then he goes to Stonehenge. No, no, no. He goes to see the prime minister. Oh, yeah. He, goes he to tries see the- to walk in the front door and they won't let him. A big surprise. So he has some back, back entrance secret, through the wall thing. Yeah, from the subway tunnel and all this stuff. And then he just goes down and sit. And then they don't even talk about what he did. No, why was he there to see the prime minister? As soon as they were about to start talking about it, they go, go to, to a fight else. scene. And the next time you see him, he's at Stonehenge. Yeah, so why the fuck did he go to the prime minister? What's the prime minister going to do? Yeah, I mean. What is the prime minister going to do? So. And then they go to Stonehenge. And then he's there. Megatron shows up with the thing and some of the other Decepticons. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, so is he working with them? That was my first thought. I was like, well, is, he, is he working with them? And then he pulls out his cane gun and thinks that with his cane gun, he's going to take out Megatron. And so he shoots Megatron. In the leg. In the leg. And then... What the fuck is he doing? He's staring off into space. He's looking off somewhere. Megatron's behind him going, stupid human. And then fucking blast him. Now, with that blaster that Megatron had, Sir Anthony Hopkins would be in pieces. Uh I mean, fucking pieces scattered all over the field. Yeah, because it was pretty much a direct hit. Yes, and it just, you know, just catapulted him up in the air and he fell down in this hole. An 80-year-old man. 
just enough time for that robot to come and say, you were the best out of all of the Wiccans that I have butlered for. You have been the best. Another really? cliche. Really? Last line, somebody dying. Bullshit. Speak. Huh. Yeah, we got that one. You, we, that there, one there's that there's too many. There's that cliche. <laughs> then there's the... Uh, the one moment. Yeah. Thing. Every, you know... Your whole life is comes down to one decision, one moment. This is your moment. And they said that like two or three times. Two or three times they talked about this one moment. Uh, I know. Uh, man, I don't. I just. This movie was fucking horrible. I don't want anybody to see this movie. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and thinking about, you know. Maybe, maybe I might go see this movie. Please stop. I mean, save if you're your money. Still thinking that after hearing us talk about it, I mean, go put that money to better use. Go, go see, see go, Wonder go Woman. Go see Wonder Woman again. Uh huh. You better have already seen it. Yes. <laughs> oh man. So hey, I'm I'm done. I'm done kicking I, I, it. We've kind of gone over. I mean, we've kicked it so everything. much. It's just a bloody puddle now. Ex- except for the 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 TRF robots drones. Oh, you mean the TIE Fighters? Yes. Why on God's green earth would you make your drones look like mini TIE Fighters? Other than Michael Bay thought that it would be really fucking cool. And Paramount said, yeah, that'll be that'll be funny. That'll be great. People get a chuckle out of seeing these mini drones looking like TIE Fighters. No, it was fucking ridiculous. It means you don't have an idea in your fucking head. Mm-hmm. Just rehashing shit. Thinking that it's Using other people's ideas. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways, so uh, you wanna you wanna move on to grades? Oh, okay. This should be really fast. I, <laughs> you know, I thought really hard on this. Yes. And you know, it took me a while of, of debating, but I'm giving it a big old fat F. Yes, I'm right there with you. This gets another big old fat F. This. this I mean, movie this is not even an F. Horrible. It's a. I mean, it was fucking horrible. You know, if you look at like a, the letter grades. You know, you have 0 to 59 is your F scale. This is single-digit F for me. I mean, it's like, it's... 3 is giving it too much credit. I mean, this movie is so bad all around. I know. Complete Nothing. waste of time. All of it. The, the acting, the story. It's so fucked up. I agree. Okay. So... Now let's get on to our rankings. Like, where are we going to fit this one? Where are we going to fit this one into our, our list of, of stuff that we've seen? So this is now number nine. Yes, this is the, ninth, the ninth movie out of the 20 that we kind of have listed mm-hmm. for this year. So, Carolyn, you want to just run down your list and uh, put in Transformers wherever uh, you see fit. Okay. Well, um... So let's go down. Let's start at number one. I still have Wonder Woman. Okay. Number two, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Three, Logan. Check. Four, Lego Batman. Mm-hmm. Five, Power Rangers. Six, Kong. Seven, The Mummy. Eight, Ghost in the Shell. Uh-oh. So what's number nine? And number nine... Transformers. And now I know I usually say, and way down below is Ghost in the Shell. Now even way down below that is I mean, Transformers. Like It's like basement. <laughs> is it? It gets no lower. Like you're laying on the floor on the basement is where <laughs> this movie is. I'm trying to dig a hole <laughs> to, to bury this in it. Okay. All right. My rankings. Uh, very similar to yours. Wonder Woman, number one. Number two is Guardians of the Galaxy, volume two. Three is Logan. Four is Kong Skull Island. Five is Lego Batman. Six is The Mummy. Seven is Power Rangers. Eight is Ghost in the Shell. Number nine is Transformers. Now, Ghost in the Shell compared to Transformers, Ghost in the Shell was a complete movie. <laughs> well, at least it tried. It tried. I feel like very they hard. tried to do something different. Yes. Now, what they tried failed, but yes. at least they tried. Yes. Because an F is an F. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so the dumpster fire that is Transformers the last night is number nine. Yeah. I and And looking at the rest of the movies that are on are scheduled to go see. It's got a really strong case that it's going to hold that position. I'm thinking War of the Planet of the Apes is going to going to try really hard to to beat it. Yes, I, I think out of all the movies left, that one's the only one that can I mean, give that it one, a run for every bottom. Time, I mean, we saw the preview for it again, and every time I'm going to try, people. I'm trying to get to go. I'm going to try to go in with an open mind, but mm-hmm. oh man, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so bad. <sighs> yeah, but at least look at it this way. The next movie we get to go see is Marvel's ah, Spider-Man I'm Homecoming. I'm it better. <laughs> already. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. Finally, a it's movie got, it's that got, can... I mean, it's, it's, it's not going to be any worse than this. Uh, so it it, it's going it to be... be. It's going to feel like a, a, a breath of fresh air watching that. Finally, a movie... That I want to go see. <laughs> I know. But anyway. So, I mean, I think that's going to wrap it up for our Transformers review. Mm-hmm. We're going to be back a little bit later this week with our first review of Preacher Season 2. Now, talk about something. I haven't watched it yet because we had to go see this dumpster fire <laughs> instead of watching the season premiere of Preacher. But uh, I cannot wait. To watch that, and I'm trying so hard to not see people's reviews or, you know, things about it and stuff online. So, I am going to try to see it as fast as I can. Yep. And so that review will be coming on Thursday this week. Woo! So, uh, anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. You can catch us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook, friend us, like us, share us, and uh, also find all of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, or wherever makes you happy. So uh, I think that's going to be it for now. See you guys later this week. Bye, guys. Bye.